this is Anna. Welcome to Reader Pod Podcast. I still wanted to talk with Alison Hart because I thought her novel School Rules for Optional would be a great one for my little niece Piper. And it is. It's a really sweet story about schoolyard life and friendship. I love Jessie and that snail the race saga was just so cute. I had a great chat with Alison Hart. I'm so glad that I got the opportunity. Thank you. Oh yay, this is fantastic. How are you? Yeah, I'm fine, thanks. I'm just getting my head around all of this. <laughs> it's all new for me. I mean, not the technology, but just all the social media and everything because I don't really do it. <laughs> no, of course you're nervous. Mm. It is nerve-wracking. But so far, so yeah. good. I think today's the first day, isn't it, that the book's out? Um, yeah, today's the um, the day it hits the shelf. Yay. Yeah. So yeah. no wonder so, you're nervous. The chatting isn't yeah. nerve-wracking. It's everything else. No. So there's no need to be nervous. Uh, yeah, okay. Anyway. <laughs> yeah, okay. It's too easy, too easy. That makes me feel better. Yeah. <laughs> Literally the first book, I think, and Corona is happening. Yeah. It's just been more of this, more Zooming. Yeah, and radio interviews and just see how it goes on the shelf. Oh, so that's yes. um, for me. <laughs> and that must um, make you much more comfortable. It's something, like it's got such a huge cover and such a huge premise. It's something that I think will yeah. sell um, yeah. impulse handy. Yeah, the illustrations are just so sweet. So I just love what she's done, what she's done with the, Liz has done with the illustrations. They're beautiful. Yeah. And the back. The goat on the back is just beautiful. I love yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, that goat's gorgeous. Yeah, yeah. Excellent. Yeah. Alison, this is your first book, a fantastic debut. Tell me the premise, though. I read that it was similar to, to Wimpy Kid, and I found it to be very much so. Yeah, it's kind of in that diary style, although it's mm-hmm. not separated up into days. Mm-hmm. Um, it started off actually as 12 individual stories, but we sort of um, changed it so that it reads like a novel now. But it's, it's still first person, like it's through the eyes of Jesse. So everything that happens is his interpretation of it. So if I want someone else's view, um, I do it through dialogue. Mm-hmm. But it's got that diary feel. It yeah, it's I design it. Yeah, and what I really liked about it was that he was sweet. He's a nice boy. <laughs> He, he didn't start that way. Like, I thought, okay, I want him to be kind of cool and naughty and tough and get into trouble all the time. But the more I wrote it and the more uh, drafts I did, he sort of got softer and softer and he got more anxious and had more worries and more of me was creeping in. And my daughter said, he's turning into you, Mum, you know, back off, make him a little bit tougher. <laughs> so, oh, get out of town. <laughs> I love him for that. <laughs> yeah, so he's definitely got a, a gentleness. Yeah, he, he's a likeable kid. He's a lovable kid. kid. Yeah. Okay. He's He's a real sweetheart, and I think um, a good role model for well, for my niece to have a good a good um, a good protagonist. He's great. Yeah, he sort of he he learns by his mistakes. Like he does make mistakes. He does, and he knows he knows when he's done the wrong thing and feels remorse. Cool. So, and I think maybe adults forget that kids do know right from wrong, and they do feel guilty and remorseful, and they are processing it. And how they deal with it is is the important thing. I think. Yeah, adults also forget that kids are a complete. Pack package as well they've got likes and dislikes I think there's a part in there where he doesn't want to go to camp and all of his yeah. reasons for not wanting to go are all very yeah. rational yeah. And yeah yeah and they're they're important I mean when you're a kid they're just as important worries as um running out of money to pay bills and you know having the car fixed they're legitimate worries yeah, yeah. Oh, relative um, yeah. and and it's nice to see I think as well that they've got agency over their lives and it's not just like from an uh, from an adult's point oh, it was nice to see them interacting as, as complete people rather than just yes 
Yeah, I know what you mean. They weren't an extension of the adult world. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yes. Absolutely. I know what you mean. <laughs> yeah. That you had a complete life. Yes. Yeah. But the, the way you do that is by writing in first person because you are that child and you are that group. And I, even though I was 100 years ago, I do remember vividly being 11 and 12. And mm-hmm. that's when you really start to sort of be aware of what's going on in the broader world as well as your own world. I actually, I think it's learn it earlier now because of the internet i really liked that there wasn't much internet at all in there there's not really any mobile phones or there's very little little. there was a couple of reasons for that one was i didn't want it to become dated immediately Mm -hmm. um the other reason was i didn't want to get it wrong yeah (laughs) with the writing and wanted to have situations and things happen with the kids that are universal over time i mean obviously forever but things that no but things like that to me as a kid i've seen that happening and i know that we used to do it <laughs> yeah yeah, snail raisers, did you say? Yeah. Well, one of my clients, in because I do aged care in the community, one of my clients is 91 and mm-hmm. he did snail raisers. And um, that was his favourite chapter, actually. He's in the acknowledgements because he was wonderful when I was writing this book. He gave me heaps of encouragement and he oh, um, so proofread nice. it for me. And yeah. the snail racing was his favourite, favourite chapter because he did it when he was a kid and that would have been in the 1930s. <laughs> so, and I'm well, guessing I, kids do it, do it now. Did. <laughs> yeah and i have because um the shop fronts onto a, a beautiful park but i've seen kids do it now they're yeah. so cute yeah. yeah so i wanted to capture those sort of universal experiences because i wanted it to be accurate yeah, yeah. Well, i don't I want to take a stab it. at technology and get it wrong because that's awkward yeah. as and i don't know that it is i mean for an adult looking in it looks like it's all about the phones and all about the technology but really a childhood is a childhood and yes yeah i had to sort of um have it brought to my attention a few times like you know why would the home phone ring who's got a home phone even i don't have a home phone <laughs> yeah so those things yeah obviously had to change the, is there a mobile phone i think there is a mobile in this one at the when the floods oh, at home the teacher yeah the, the principal the rings the home to say that the camps be oh i won't oh yes yes no spoilers no spoilers <laughs> <laughs> but you're so right i know that part now yes yeah, yeah, yeah open my big mouth <laughs> <laughs> yeah there is a phone <laughs> yes, there sure is a phone and a yeah. good phone yeah. and so yeah. you found it then this is your first one how was the process getting published congratulations <gasps> thank you it, it's a great learning curve mm. um the start was probably the most exciting thing that's ever happened to me in my life um because I finished the book. I'm pretty good at self, self-discipline. And I said to my daughter, okay, I'm going to finish this book. So I finished it and I had a manuscript assessment, like I paid for one so that it was, you know, a proper professional one. Yeah. And I got some really good advice and rewrote it. And then I um, sent it in to Alan and Alan's, um Friday pitch program mm-hmm. for unsolicited manuscripts. And they're really great because they let you know in two weeks, yay or nay. And oh, yes, so, so at least you can cross it off as a, yeah. I assume you'll be crossing it off as a nay. <laughs> Yep. And um, at least the end of the week. Knowing. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Because it's horrible not knowing. <laughs> no. Yeah. They said, send us the rest. Anyway, because, you know, you just send it a little bit. I was <gasps> so excited. Yeah. I and then, so then I sent in the rest and then it's the waiting, waiting three months and try not to get too excited and just trying to, you know, trying to get excited, but getting excited. Yeah. And, um, yeah, so then um, and then the, they have readers read it and then the publisher rang me and we talked about it 
and yeah they offered me a contract for this one and a sequel and the sequel because i saw that there's um yes the sequel's been really fun great to write i've really enjoyed it because i learned so much writing this one to read and less was asking before this publishing process i've learned a lot about how to bring a book up to publication sort of standard and how to present it well so i took that knowledge into the second book Um, i already had it so yeah it was much much easier and better and i had my characters it was good so yeah What's the girl's name? Who's the? Oh, Mina! Oh, Mina! <laughs> she was such a sweetheart. Yeah, she was probably my favourite. And her in the. Oh yeah, yeah. She was really sweet. Yeah. Was she in there right from the start? No, she wasn't actually. She was a bit of a later addition. Because the other girl character, Peter. Mm-hmm. With the long, long hair. Yes. She changed into a totally other person just while I was writing it. So Mina had to come in and take the place of who Peter originally was. And Mina is, was a little bit like little bit like my daughter and a little bit like my sister. And just a, just a combination of real oh, people in my lovely. life. Like, yeah, gentle animal lovers and compassionate, caring people. Yeah, oh. so she's, she's a genuine person. <laughs> well, I think... Yeah. I've met her as she once she grows up to be an adult. Yeah. Oh, have you? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. There's someone like that everyone in everyone's life, isn't there? Yeah, I yeah. think so. Well, yes, yeah. the book really opened my eyes to that because I, it was yeah. probably the first time that I stopped and appreciated just yeah. I do know yeah. her when she grows up. Yeah. Um so she's must know when she grows up. <laughs> <laughs> some great endorsements. I think um Yeah, Nash, yeah. Bullet um, King Ride. Very fun. Yes. Fun first. Is that it? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a great endorsement. It's good on you. I know. I know. I was so, I was so fortunate that, you know, people are prepared to endorse my work and, <laughs> and it hasn't even hit the shelf yet. I think it's great. Industry is just a lovely one, isn't it? There doesn't seem to be, there certainly doesn't seem to be any jealousy or any, it all boats rising. It seems like everybody is just so supportive and, and so quick to, in general. So authors, oh, yeah. authors do this for other debut kids' authors. Yeah. My friend Danny from Words and Nerds podcast, she messaged the other day to ask if I needed help with my podcast. Uh, yeah. People are just lovely. Yeah, you're so right. I found, like, the publishers, everyone um, has been so nice to me and so uh, patient with me. Like, I fill in the forms wrong. I have to ask a thousand questions. I don't know what I'm doing. And mm. everyone's got time for me and explains everything. Yeah, I cannot mm. say enough about them. <laughs> yeah, they've just been fantastic. So nice. So this book is out and it's middle, middle grade. Yeah. So my niece yeah. is in year three, but she's very advanced. Yeah. Um, I think she'd be perfect for it. I think so. I think she'd enjoy it. I think it's it's going to go in the nine to 12 area. Mm-hmm. Um, a few years either side of that, I think you'll oh, still absolutely. get something yeah. out of it. Yeah. But only short little sentences, short, lovely chapters. Yeah. Really easy just to put down when you have to. You yeah, I think so. I've got the first half of grade six in this one and the second half of grade six in the sequel. Yeah. And, then, and then I'm not sure what will happen after that. Oh, well, I think the world's your oyster. This is a lovely book. Oh, thank you. <laughs> Oh, I'd love to keep these kids, I, you know, I'd love to keep these kids, write some more stuff about them and have more people come in and go. Yeah. I actually really um, liked and appreciated the, the new kids that were in there. I know Peter was one of them. Mm-hmm. It'd be a great book for a, a kid coming into the school as well. Just to know that yes. um, friends were easy to make when you were little. And yes. And take yeah, and there's more of that in book two. Yeah. <laughs> oh, great. Oh, good. Well, that's one thing I really noticed with my daughter when she was at school, um, the movement of 
of kids in and out of the school. Mm. Suddenly one kid was gone and the whole family was gone. And then, yeah, there was a lot of coming and going. Mm. I thought that would be difficult. Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, my partner, Dave, he went to like, gosh, his dad was a teacher. And I think he went to seven schools over the yeah. course of 13 years. Like that's a yeah. lot of adjustment. Yeah. And, um, yeah. and yeah. his was obviously before keeping in touch. And I think mm. that would be awfully hard for everybody involved to. Yeah, I think so. Like that. If you're not the sort of person that sort of walks up to a group of people and, you know, easily makes friends, you're really hard. And I think, I don't know, I just, I wasn't sure, even sure if it was an intentional thing, but I know that I, I thought of Dave when I was reading and I think mm. it would be lovely if you weren't that way inclined just to have that mm. reassurance that yeah. you're not the only one yeah. is a new person yeah. and doesn't, everybody's yeah. sort of got their groups. and Yeah, so I've got two new ones in the summer, Brayden's yeah. new and Peter's new. It's new in grade six, which is like right near the end. Right at the end. Yeah. Of families aren't thinking about that when they're moving. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that was just lovely. Very well done. Well oh, done. thank you. Congratulations. Well, thanks so much. Yeah. Oh, well, I loved it. I'm really looking forward to reading the next one. I just thought it was a oh, thank you so much. Really lovely, fun, but also really sweet. Sweet, nice book about friends that are, yeah. you know, there weren't any bullies and nobody was overly mean. It was just a really nice book. No, I didn't want big cliches in it. No. When I started reading it, expecting to see the tropes, and I was just so loved it so much more because of it. It was, yeah, it was really nice. And the teachers aren't um, condescending or horrible either. Yeah. No, well, it all it does come together a bit in the next in the next one. But yeah, well, that's one good thing about being a bit older writing is that you don't fall into those traps you so much. You can see the cliches and yeah. into them. Yeah. Mm. You can see what not to do a bit more. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, you lots and lots in preparation for it not really i'd have to say i read a lot when i was a child mm-hmm. um just the sort of standard stuff that everyone read you know that Enid Blyton, Judy Blue, uh, Roald Dahl oh, I love stuff Dahl. yeah um which you can still read as an adult by the way yeah absolutely um I also read some really unusual books too because my nan we used to stay with her quite a bit nan and granddad and she used to volunteer at, at the op shop and she was we were allowed to choose a book so there were some completely bizarre books in the op shop <laughs> as you can imagine and so I did read some strange ones as well when I was a kid when I was writing this book um I started and when my daughter was <clears throat> this age, I read, you know, current authors for, for this course, age group. Yes. Yeah, so I've got, of course, all the Wimpy Kids. Who were your favourite? Did you like the Wimpy Diary ones? I love uh, Andy Griffith's mm-hmm. um, Just Theories. Oh, I, love I, yeah. I love those. And that's, wh- that's where I really got the idea of doing the self-contained stories, mm-hmm. his Just Series. They're just so funny and just so bizarro. <laughs> um, I like the David Williams. I, th- I think he's sort of got a real Roald Dahl kind of tone. I miss yeah, he was right in between. Why does I don't didn't get into them at all for my nieces or and my nephews are still too young yet for him. But yeah, I him completely. But I know that people love him and Roald Dahl. Yeah, this is illustrator. Yeah, Brenton Blake was yeah was illustrator. Um and diary ones. Um we had uh Dork Diaries, Jim Benton, and American. Oh, American. that's right, of course. Yeah. They're good. I think. Yeah, yeah. They're, they're great. Really they've got a real sort of undercurrent. Of, yeah. I think they're funny. Yeah. Uh, and uh, Big Nate, he's actually, it's actually a graphic novelist, I guess. Mm-hmm. But that's a group of kids as well. That's right. Um, I've forgotten about the Nate ones. Yeah. Oh, gosh, they're a nice good. group of friends too, aren't they? There's three of them. And they're sort of this age, I think, 11 or 12. Yeah. yeah. What else do uh, I read? Lots of good books out there. Oh, uh, yeah, there is. There's so much. There's so much. Yeah. 
Yeah. Um, I also, when I first started reading, I thought Jessie was going to be a girl and I really liked and appreciated that it was boy. I think I've noticed it at the shop that boys and girls read um, and love at the same, but that in the upper primary school, I don't know if it stops being cool for boys to read, but they seem to, they all, yeah. or there's just not enough good books out there that are directed. Yeah. I, I love it when I see writers like Andy Griffiths and uh, Oliver Pomervan get out and really promote reading because yeah. it's great that boys. Well, I think it's great for everybody, isn't it? Yeah. Oh, it is. Yeah, yeah. But I, I have noticed that too, that like yeah. there's a drop off with boys reading. And girls, I think, um, read the boys, main characters featuring that are boys with no problem at all but boys are reluctant to which is yeah. silly but it does seem to happen so I don't know yeah. I, I thought it was yeah. great that Jesse was a boy maybe they go off a bit and do I don't know I don't know <laughs> come yeah, back to it a bit no later real on. reason for it is it like it's not no. it's boy, yeah. I'm at the shop oh, but I really loved it loved it thank you very much good luck with the zooming thank you so much for taking the time see you later thank you bye-bye <laughs> okay so thanks for listening please rate review and subscribe see you next time on Read a Pod podcast